Hello, hello. Welcome back to Coffee and Conversation. <laughs> I'm here, Troy, and I'm here with my good pal Daniel on the other side. How you doing there, mate? You got your cup of coffee with you? I do. I really need it this week, too. I could not sleep last night. So very, very glad to have this coffee. Yes, wonderful. I also do have coffee as opposed to the past few weeks. Do you think this is the first week we actually both have coffee? I think it is. (laughs) We're recording quite earlier today, and typically at like 9 o'clock, I don't want to drink coffee. That is completely fair. That is very fair. Here's to the first episode where we both have coffee. (laughs) Cheers. Yes. I hope the listener also has coffee. Yes. Yes, I agree. And uh, tell me about... Completely side note. Sorry, what? Uh, I was gonna, you can say your side note. I was just asking how you doing. I um, was very stoked to finally get back to a coffee shop that I love that was opening up uh, for takeout in these past week or so. So it's just been very nice to be able to like go out and get my coffee fix instead of having to make, having to make my coffee at home. This is true. This is true. I will. I must. Also, I might also add that that uh, coffee shop I mentioned last week that I got that book that we talked a little bit about. Right. So yes. Reminded reminded me much much of Donkey, which Donkey Coffee is a coffee shop up in our uh, college hometown that we both frequent a lot. Anyways, it made me nostalgic Quite. for that. Yeah, I I'm excited to get back to Athens for for Donkey and other various locales and people, but. Indeed, indeed. So, um, so this week, um, oh yeah, I mentioned it last week. As we as we talked of the lighthouse last week, this week, um, we chose the movie Taxi Driver. Um, hopefully, everyone has seen it by now. And if you if you haven't, too bad. <laughs> if you haven't, so go watch it. It's only it's only two hours. Just go yeah. watch it and come back. <laughs> yeah, so you got that, time. So just to be known. The the lo- here, we'll we'll use this template. The longer a movie has been out, the more we are allowed to spoil it when we, <laughs> okay. we talk about it. So this movie's been out what since <laughs> I think seventy six is when it came out. So it's been out for quite a long time. Quite. So, yes, I watched it early last week. You watched it recently? Just last night. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear some some vague thoughts upon it, Daniel. Um. I well from the from from the beginning. I can totally see how this inspired Joker because I knew go the the only thing I really knew about this movie the two things I knew going in was the are you talking to me? I mean you got to be talking to me because I'm the only one here scene. I knew that scene, and I also knew that it inspired Joker heavily. Mm. Um, the the recent one with with uh, directed by Todd Phillips starring Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yes. And throughout watching it, I can 100 percent see that influence in like every scene. Joker was pretty much like, what if Taxi Driver was about the Joker? What if Taxi Driver became a Marvel, or I'm sorry, DC character? What if Taxi Driver became a DC supervillain, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I think, I really enjoyed this movie, man. I I think I really enjoyed the the gray morality of it would be my, like, biggest thing that I thought was cool about it, because... You know, Travis, main character Travis, he was so, he was so capable of, of violence, but it didn't matter which way it went. You know what I mean? Like he could, like we're entering spoiler territory now, but like he could have killed that Senator. He was going to, he wanted to, but then it, because he couldn't, the, the chance was denied that, that need for that almost need for violence, like shifted 
to making him a hero by murdering pimps right. and, and things just like that, that. Like just that one split second thing. Yeah. That could have changed changed his whole perception, his yeah. whole life. Exactly. He would have gone let down. Let it be noted that I think the similarities between um uh what's his name? Uh what is who's who plays sport? I forget his name. Oh, um Harvey Keitel. Yeah. I think the similarities between Harvey Keitel his character and Tommy Wiseau from the room are so like. You mean physically? Like physically and kind of like, like. I will tell you, Tommy Wiseau was not that ripped. He's not that ripped, but he's like he's kind of ripped. Like Tommy Wiseau is not ripped, dude. Kind of, at least in the room. He's there, he's like the disaster artist it seemed to be. I don't know, man. I feel like he's a little little wiry, dude. Either way, <laughs> I like when I saw him, I was like. That is the same person. There's no way. Well, you Anyways, know, you do know Harvey Keitel, right? He's been in a lot of stuff. Yes, he's a lot, quite a lot of stuff. I just couldn't think of his name. He's a very good actor. He, he is a very good actor. He's not dead yet. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the um, I really dug that approach of like, this could have gone either way, but also like it left me thinking like, and I don't know if that this was their intent, but I was like, was it the right thing? Because yes, he killed like, bad people, and he saved, and he, quote-unquote, saved Iris, but, like, Iris was very adamant about not wanting to go home, and doing this ended up putting her back home, and yes, we, as the viewer, and Travis seem to see, see that as, like, the better path, like, she's now back home, and in school, and doing well, or something, but, like, was it actually the best thing for her? And I know yeah. that the prostitution wasn't the best thing for her, but was sending her home the best thing? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like, that's what it left yeah, me I mean, like. I mean, you don't. Yeah, you don't know what her home life is like. Exactly. Why did she run away in the first place? Is my question. Yeah, I mean, like, what's what puts you to become a prostitute at twelve years old? Yeah, so that fucked me up. And like, you know, Jodie Foster was only fourteen in that movie. Barely, yeah, that's crazy. barely fourteen. She was like thirteen to fourteen in that movie. Yeah, when I saw that it had Jodie Foster in it, I was like, "Where is Jodie Foster? Is she like, like is she the, is she the one at the desk? Is she no, like no, 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 no. She's way too young. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's but like like just when I saw her name, I was like, "Where? I'm looking for her." And then I like see like I was like, "Oh shit, she's a little girl." That's yeah, cool. I always like seeing like actors who are like, at least like not not necessarily in like a kids movie like I don't know like even Stevens or something, but like something like. Uh, like Natalie Portman in um, Leon the Professional. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. I know. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. She's just like super, super young, and it's like her first role, and it's cool seeing. Like, yeah, it's cool seeing like actors, actors at that age, and like doing, still doing very good. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always cool to see. I mean, ScarJo did the same thing. She started in a movie when she was very young, and then just kind of kept that career going. Um, True. I think I think it's quite interesting though. Um, have you seen the other movies that kind of like surround Joker, like King of Comedy? No, I I, I I didn't like go out and watch all the all the inspirations for Joker. And I know King Com- I I'd heard I've heard of King of Comedy, but isn't that like a nineteen twenties or thirties film? No, bro, it's like nineteen seventies, and it's also with Robert De Niro. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Like okay. super good. Super good movie. It's it's. What, yeah. what is the one I'm thinking of then? Because there's definitely like a really old movie with a similar title, and it was definitely a a, a non like a non. What are they? I know they call them talkies. Is like when they actually talk, but what are they? F- oh, silent. Are you talking movie. about, are you talking about silent like movies? Times? No, it was like it was a silent movie, I believe. Are you talking about like modern times, like with Charlie Chaplin? 
No, it was it was like a it was a drama or like almost horror piece or like a thriller. I don't know. I don't remember. I I'd have to find it. <laughs> I might be uh, just bullshitting right now. But that's quite okay. What is up with the the man who laughs? Is that what you called it? What? The the movie you're talking about with the Nero, the other one. King of comedy. King of comedy. <laughs> The man who laughs. Well, I'm sorry. The man who laughs is actually um, like w- the Joker in the comics. When they remade oh, his, good. like when they remade his origin story, they they yeah. titled it Joker: The Man Who Laughs. Yeah, I think um, so. It's just the king in King of Comedy. It's like Robert De Niro is like he wants to be a stand-up and like this famous stand-up guy. Similar, and he wants to um, do that, but the show host keeps denying him, and he kind of has the similar um, tendencies, like a bit psychotic and things like that. Um, And there's a lot of similarities to Joker. And it's really cool because it feels like De Niro and like Joaquin Phoenix, it feels like there's so many similarities between like in their like, um, in their like history. Like, for example, like in King of Comedy, it's like that he plays that like incel type character who is trying to be a comedian, but then is like kind of, neurotic and like gets denied and keeps going for it and then in taxi driver it almost feels like like that character like de niro plays so well like the, the taxi driver the yeah king of comedy the if you've seen it's like one of his first films it's called high mom like i guarantee you haven't because like i feel like, it's, like no one has but i like dates and like dig deeping and found it and it's like that same character and it's like like his young de niro was like that that was his character and it's super good um but and then on Walking Phoenix, have you seen a movie? Um, you were never really that. You were never really there. No, but I want to. So like, I don't want to spoil anything. Please don't. But the similarities between that and Taxi Driver are like through the roof. Like through the roof. Like like I was like, if Taxi Driver does not exist, this movie does not exist at all. Like it follows such a similar structure. Very interesting. And you know, that it... was Walking Phoenix. But also, I just watched the movie this week, The Master. Do you know this movie? Uh, probably not. So it's with Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and it's by the same person who directed There Will Be Blood. Um, but it's like it's like the first instance of like Joaquin Phoenix like playing this character. It's like it's like if you could put like the master, then you were never really there. Then the Joker, it would be like joaquin phoenix's evolution of a character into the joker because it was like he played like this deranged alcoholic dude who like didn't fit into anywhere and like always had to like keep leaving that place and going to a new place because everyone hated them and if that was in the master then yeah it's just cool because it's like they they both joaquin phoenix and um robert de niro both have this like kind of like character that they embodied through like several different movies and then yeah, and then it's cool that they both were in the Joker, which kind of seems like yeah. I was about to say it makes total sense. Both of their arcs. It makes total sense that like Todd Phillips would, if Joker is based so highly on both Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy, the fact that he was able to get De Niro in to play, right. yeah, to play that like, Murray it's, role it's in Joker, beautiful. like like the fact that they both like both of their just paths crossed, and especially just the full circle of him being wanting to be a comedian and getting denied by. A show host then becoming a show host and doing the same thing to other one very cool very cool definitely young robert de niro is, is up there for some of one of my favorite <laughs> actors i would definitely say are you saying he's not a good actor when he's older i'd say he's still a good actor i definitely think he's just gone more mainstream and 
not as like gritty. I mean, did you see the the Irishman? I did, and I thought that was very good, like extremely good acting job. But like, he's he's just a different character. Now. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, because the Irishman, I, I don't remember his his uh, his character's name, but it's just a very different character than that. Um, you know, manic, slightly morally un, like like the morally ambiguous, slightly unstable, unreliable narrator character. That's that's my favorite character. That I mean, is that's like a very fun of- character. Yeah, right? That's, like, by far my favorite character, like, overall, like, to follow in, like, a book, a movie, and, like, anything. And, like, Robert De Niro just does that character very, very well. You know, there's two things with that. Well, two, like, one thing with that, but before we move off of Taxi Driver, have you ever heard of the Brady Bill? I don't believe so, no. Did you all, okay, uh, backing up further, have you heard of uh, Reagan, President Reagan getting shot? I don't think so, I don't know. Well, he was shot. Yes. Man, I can't remember by the name of the man. He, he wasn't killed, though. He was not killed, um, yes. but he was shot, and it was only a couple months into his um, administration. But the guy who did it cited Taxi Driver and Jodie Foster's character as the inspiration for the shooting. Interesting. Yeah, and he ended. He didn't like Reagan. Ended up being fine, but I, one of his secretaries, I can't remember, um, you know exactly what his job was, but his name was Brady like got paralyzed and so the brady bill was passed which i believe put some finally moved forward some like like some like it, it like cracked down a little more on on uh, like gun control a little bit i believe okay. but it was interesting okay. that this movie it like caused that five years later and this that is quite interesting yeah and um on your point about like that being your favorite character um, I was I hadn't brought up yet, but that that idea of the unreliable narrator is fascinating to me. I love, like, especially if you do it in like a slow reveal. I like it's awesome to read a book or start watching a movie, or playing a video game where everything like makes sense for the world it's in, you know. And then things start to get a little weird, and you're like, "What is this guy doing? Like, did this actually happen? What is going on?" And that slowly unraveling, like. I feel like there's almost nothing better than that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's very cool. I, uh, that also just made me think of, like, the slow unravel. It made me think of, like, the scenes in, like, Taxi Driver compared to Joker. Like, the scene when it, like, pans up from, like, his legs to, like, reveal that he has a mohawk mm-hmm. is, like, to me, is, like, the exact same as, like, Joaquin Phoenix when he, like, walks out of the room. Has that, like, it, yeah. The, yeah. The hallway shot, the infamous hallway shot. Yeah, like just when he's like fully, just like fully joker up, and like then he just like suffer. I don't want to spoil, but because I guess the Joker is newer, so we Joker can't spoil is very him, new. But, but, I would not, I would not spoil Joker. It's a very good movie. Like, there's just a similar like no going back moment, and it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I liked his haircut too. Oh, and I think my favorite shot of Taxi Driver has to be. Um, because I thought it was the ending. I thought they were going to end it right here. Is when he finished, when the action ended, and he's sitting there, and she's crying, and yeah. the police come in. With the, with the head, with the, the clo- hands. Yeah, the close-up, the close-up. Close and he puts, one, like, he puts his finger. Like... Puts, like, I, I also love, like, <laughs> he went through all of his guns trying to kill himself, and he was out of bullets. Right? Like, he just right. kept trying them. It was, right. it was, like, weirdly humorous. It was very funny. Um, because, like, I thought it was gonna end right there, but then he sits down, and he puts the fingers to his head, and he does the... 
and I was just like, how do they make that action and just like so cool? Like I don't know, something between Scorsese and De Niro makes that shot amazing, and I can't even identify what it is. How how amazing would it be to just have like a partner like that, like a like a Scorsese De Niro type like relationship? Relationship? I don't know, man. Uh, There's only two. There's only two pairs that like make me think of that. Is like. Like Robert De Niro and and Martin Scorsese, and then let me go to I'm I feel bad because I'm forgetting his name, but let me go to the Parasite, um, page. Oh, yeah, Bong Joon Ho and, and that other guy. The, yeah, the, I want to be able to give his name, but like I've all I've always said since I started watching Bong Bong Joon Ho movies, Scorsese likes to work with De Niro, but Bong Joon Ho really likes to work with Kong Ho Song. Yeah. Like it's the same type of relationship to me. Um, they, because like, you know, Kong Ho Song's in like every movie that Bong Joon-ho does and always kills it. He's a fantastic actor. And, um, same goes for De Niro and Scorsese. Yeah, it's true. Or even like Tarantino and, um, DiCaprio. Well, DiCaprio's only been in two of his movies. Has he? Yeah, Pitt and DiCaprio have both in two, both been in two of his movies. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but <laughs> I think what you mean is is uh, uh, Sam, Samuel ja- Jackson. Sam Jackson, yeah, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson has been in many, if not all. It's not all because he wasn't in Resident. He wasn't in um, Reservoir Dogs, but he was in Pulp Fiction, and he was in Jackie Brown, and he was in. Was he in Kill Bill? No, but he was in. He was in Django, and he was in Hateful Eight. Yeah, so he's been in like four or five of them. Yeah. This is true. Or even, like, Wes Anderson and, like, Owen Wilson and Bill Murray, they're always in those movies. But, yeah, those are some that come to mind. Oh, dude, have you seen um, Grand Budapest Hotel? Yes, sir, I have. Finally watched it last year uh, because of a class I was in. Such a good movie. And it was also my first Wes Anderson movie, and I've never seen anyone use framing so interestingly. Right, like no, Wes Anderson definitely has one of my favorite, one of like my favorite, like just style framing director styles. It's just very unique. It's like one of the few directors I feel like if like someone told you nothing about anything and you watch like scenes from them that you could easily like, identify. Like, yeah, identify that it's a Wes Anderson film. Funny, funny enough, I have a postcard of the Grand Budapest Hotel on my wall. Five That's funny. Feet away from me right now. Um, I wanted to add that made me think. Um, Willem Dafoe, who is in Grand Budapest Hotel and also happens to be in The Lighthouse, I know we talked about him last week, is, like, probably one of the best actors alive, in my opinion. Willem Dafoe's crazy. He, like, what, it's just, like, (laughs) well, because, like, I feel like he's a very, I don't want to say actor's actor, but he's, like, my type of actor, (laughs) because just, like, the, the dedication and, and commitment to every role he has, this is he's true. Superb. Like he, like I, I can't think of a performance of his that I didn't enjoy and where he didn't knock it out of the park. Uh, from yeah. from, like, from his you know, really evil, mobs not not mobster but hitman dude in in Grand Budapest Hotel, to yeah. the you know crazy lighthouse, runner who might be, like some mythical monster in in lighthouse to yeah, freaking norm to freaking norman osborne in in spider-man yeah this is true he's also played jesus christ <laughs> what when in the last temptation of christ the movie 
this is a movie called this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, it, I, it's on my list to watch, but yeah, it's directed by Martin Scorsese actually. Really? It, that, it William Dafoe guess... is Jesus. So <laughs> if you can play Jesus, you can play probably anybody. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> I, also quite funny. It's also quite quite funny that I haven't seen the last temptation of Christ, but that he plays Jesus. But then he's also in the movie Antichrist, which I have seen, and it's a very good movie, <laughs> which you should watch. Yeah, I there's so many movies out there to see, man. And like, I I've learned like, <laughs> some sometimes ratings are like correct, bullshit. but most time they're sometimes bullshit. They're not. Because like, okay. Like, I can, but like, I'll give two examples. Um, one where that was wrong, uh, there's a movie called Devil. I think it was M. Night Shyamalan. Um, actually. Is it, is it the one with, like, it's an the elevator? elevator. Yeah, it's the elevator one. I've never seen that movie. I there? really enjoyed it. And I think it got, yep. like, a 5.5 on IMDb or something, like, maybe, like, 6.0 like six or something. Uh, it's a, th- it's a horror thriller, yeah. I, it, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 um, the concept is. Five strangers are locked, are, are trapped in an elevator, and one of them is the devil. Oh, that's um, and and you're following them in the elevator, and then you're following a cop outside trying to figure it out. But it's it was really good. By the I, way, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. By the way, um, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan is not the one who directed it. I just added it to my list. Really? He who is it? Directed it. John Eric Dowell. Dowell. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I was wrong, but anyway, so like that was an example of like the ratings were wrong, um. But there's also a movie, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds, from I think two thousand four or five. It was a rom com. He was in two rom coms that year, and the one I watched was like, I can't even remember the name, but it was like Get Fit or something or like. Oh my god. It was basically he played a kid who was really overweight in high school and then became really fit and successful and a dick and then had to learn. But it was so so poorly edited and written that I just wanted to shoot myself. Like I'm sitting there, it's an hour and a half or less movie and I could it was a slog. I couldn't get like I I I I barely got through it. And it was way shorter than any movie I've ever, te- I ever tend to watch. The reviews gave it a six point, a six point zero out of ten, and I was like, "That is gracious. That is extremely gracious." For the script was a two out of ten, and the editing was a four. So how do you take that and get six? Because you don't add those together to get the six. It was just, it was, it was very bad. And I, I, I wish I could remember the name of this thing. I'm, I'm gonna try and look it up real quick. I found it, and it says just friends. Yeah, yeah, just friends. That's it. Basically, yeah, because he goes back to his right because it's his. Okay, spoilers for just friends, but <laughs> <laughs> if you really care, but basically, you know, it's like a movie I would never watch. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember why I watched it. I think I was just looking for like crap to put on, um, but it was like so like he's he's like this overweight dude in high school and he's best friends with like a really pretty girl who everyone wants like who who you know, everyone wants to date and the freaking, but like he's been best friends with her since childhood, but of course he has a huge crush on her and he gets hugely embarrassed because he's trying, been trying to 
like confesses love that night and things just go horribly wrong and then it cuts to like 20 50, like is it 10 i think it's 10 to 15 years later um and you know he's this rich successful fit dude he's ryan reynolds um but <laughs> and he goes back to his hometown for some reason i can't even remember why and he ends up uh, running into his old best friend and you know things ensue oh and the freaking antagonist of the movie there was this other very nerdy guy with a guitar who was really ugly who is now also like very i don't want to say successful but he's turned into like a ladies man and he's attractive so like it's just weird it's very weird and it wasn't yeah. good the ending was stupid it it just don't watch this movie is is my recommendation watch taxi driver don't watch Just Friends. And watch anything Willem yes. Dafoe's in. That is the, the summary of my points here. That's, thank you. Thank you for the summary. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> to, 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 to go back just a, a teeny bit, I heard, and I would not be opposed to this, that Willem Dafoe, like, in the future, could possibly play like a Joker. And I could see that. But we just got Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I want that. This is this is true, but I don't want another Walking Phoenix's Joker. Like I, I I don't want him to play the Joker again. That movie is like amazing. I don't know. Like Todd it, Phillips and him are in discussions right now. They are it's very true. I, I think saying. that they will listen, make a listen, sequel to listen, Joker. Listen. Okay, listen. I'm listening. Regardless of any of this, just like don't don't put it up against the other things. Just imagine Willem Dafoe as a Joker. He don't would put kill it. Against, I, I, exactly. I already said like he's good in everything. Yeah, I know, but just, like, look at his face. Like, he's got just, like, a big-ass mouth, and, like, he's just, like, oh, he's just, I, I think him. I've I seen the picture you're talking about. I can Somebody see him as, a, like, a darker Joker than, like, Joaquin Phoenix. Or Heath, Led or Heath Ledger's Joker? That was a pretty dark Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker is incredible. The Joker's yeah. just such a good character that you can, like, oh, you have to kill the role. And then they both did, like, completely. Yeah. Heath Ledger. And anyways... Enough of that. I just wanted to bring that. Like Willem Dafoe looks like he could play the Joker. <laughs> it's true. It is true. What I think you brought up that is that I used to not by um, abide by, but I do now is that ratings like don't matter as much. Like I used to like always like if if I like like I was looking up a movie and I'd like look up like the Rotten Tomatoes and if it had like a shitty score, I'd, like fuck that movie, I'm not watching it. That looks ah, got bad ratings. But like now it's like. Like, well, I just think about, like, things people like, and, like, not even, like, not even, like, just with movies, but just with, like, everything. I think about, like, stuff people like, and how people's tastes are, like, so different, and, like, how, like, when you ask someone, like, their opinion on something, how, like, I don't know, it's easy to trust it, but I just don't anymore. Like, like if you'd be like, hey, how, how was that, or I don't know, like, oh, did you like whatever, because, like, you ask people all that, and then you, like, consider their opinion sometimes, like. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to use the example of movies because we've just been talking about. Oh, here, for example, like a book. Someone reads a book and they're and you're like, oh, how is that book? Because you're interested in the book, and they're like, oh, it's okay. It's not that good. And then you're like, oh, okay. Then I probably shouldn't read it. But wouldn't wouldn't it be known that if you happen to read it, what if it's just the best book that you've ever read? That book that felt like it was written for you. And it's just like, you don't know. And like, it's like, why, why does it even, fuck people's opinions, man. You can't even trust shit. Why even ask? I don't know. It's polite to ask, but like, 
it's like gives you nothing like it gives you like a teeny bit of insight but like that insight could be coming from a totally different like vantage point i mean it is coming from a totally different vantage point i think it is interesting though this idea of like you know what what is polite society and what is actually kind true true because i mean like i i kind of want to like like the only thing i feel like i get from i like i feel like i that 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 question is only like any uh, it only has any value if you've also consumed that media like if you've also or not not necessarily media but like even it, it could be applied to places too like like i don't know a trip somewhere or whatever but then that gets more ambiguous but like say for example like a book if if you read like a book and they also read a book and then you say hey what'd you think of that book then it's and then if they're like oh i didn't like it but you're like oh i loved it like then you can kind of see then you kind of get like insight into that person like for example <laughs> one of the funniest thing that comes to mind is when me and you were um me you and some other friends went to see the avengers in athens oh god and- don't even get me started <laughs> dude said person and daniel would you like to give a rating for the avengers infinity war just real you quick mean end game end game yes between just a nine and a, like between a nine and a 9.5 it's not perfect but i really enjoyed it okay and this other friend i, I forget if we mentioned this person but her name is sue anyways she was like fuck this movie it's terrible and then on the whole car ride home you both just had to like bicker back and forth about this like super strongly and it's just it like i feel like then you i was livid dude i was (laughs) livid because she was shitting on this movie that i like meant so much to me and like i I typically am okay with like most other like most opinions but i i just remember like you know we just seen it and i was like man that was such a good movie i like because it was like my second or third time seeing it and it was it was my second time it was my second time seeing it and, like, I mean, that movie went on to have much more um, deep. <sighs> I mean, that's the movie my grandma died at, dude. So, like, things are tedious this is true. with that, this like, is like true. that relationship. That, like, I love, I still love the movie. <laughs> but, like, it, it's, like, a, you know, a lot of emotions packed up with the mo- this movie. But that, that, that okay. argument happened before then, before that event happened. And so yes. I just I just loved the movie and it meant so much to me and my brother and that's you know it's just like it, it was it, I I the amount of impact that movie had on my life and that franchise has had on my life has been um, like a lot of good and the fact that she would just keep shitting on it and I I I feel like I was like can we just please stop talking about this or like will you will you, you just stop because I didn't want to argue it about was, it like I was it like it was just an agree to a disagree point but that exactly is like I think the point i'm making is that like for you like the movie is not just the face value of the movie like the movie is connected to so much more of your life which is why you like it so much more and if so much wasn't connected like if you were like i don't know had no connection to the marvel or whatever and just went to see it maybe you would give it like a seven or an eight because you still you still a comic book guy you like movies and stuff like that marvel universe so maybe you still give it a high rating but maybe not as high because of like how much you like connected with it yeah Anyways, like the other person in this, or in this whatever, I don't think has ever seen a Marvel movie in her life, and is very much so like I don't know, weird movie, tough crowd, not weird movie, but just like just goes away from those kind of movies. And I think like someone like seeing like that kind of like going from like the 
the independent with like um whatever cheap budget films are not cheap budget but you know just those Indies. kind of films are like just Indie like films. just like the marvel main budget films like someone from that perspective is probably not going to like it as much and uh, as opposed to someone who resonates with it as much as you so it's just interesting to see things like that like then you can kind of see like a little bit of be about people's taste and something so i do think that it is i don't i think the words you used were kind and polite i don't i think the word i want to use is like it's a valuable question to ask someone if you've both seen the same thing then you get to know someone better like if you talk to someone about it because then it's like if i talk to if we both go see a movie or i don't know even both have read the same book and i hear your opinions on it and you hear my opinions on it then we both get to know each other just a little better yeah i mean Versus- bonding over media has been like the um, has been major a major way of making friends throughout the years like whether that media is movies books video games or whatever like Indeed. you, you can the, make connections the, like, and make friendships over the things you the, the stories and and experiences you've had this is true i think there's um yeah i think there's a difference though between just like bonding over media because you both like it versus like getting to know someone through the media you're talking about what do you mean you know what i'm saying like like i guess for example um i don't know i don't know um because because like you can bond over media and like just not really know what someone likes like you i guess you could both like talk about a movie and it's like you both enjoyed the movie so you can say oh yeah i like this part i like that part and then that that's like bonding over it but i think that's more of like the the first step then maybe like the next step is like you talk with someone and you're i don't know you're talking about what you liked in it and then you can see like oh that person likes that stuff more that's cool i wonder why and then you maybe ask them about it find out things i don't know it's just interesting things like that yeah so anyways i do think that that is why you should not trust another review or someone like that someone says for a book or movie maybe take it with a grain of salt if you both have some similar tastes in the past but, yeah, that actually yeah. makes me think because like, I I I tend yeah like I, I spend a lot of time looking at reviews, but I I also now tend to. You find a reviewer, especially for movies. So like my example is this guy Jeremy Johns on YouTube. He's the only like there's a ton there's tons of movie critics on YouTube, but like I just I watch Jeremy I've Johns movie because well I mean they're out there, but I watch mm-hmm. Jeremy Johns because we tend to have the same views on things. So, like, there's been very few movies that I have liked that he hasn't or that he has liked and I haven't. Like, that number, I could probably count that on one hand, how many movies it was. Um, So, like, you find that person, like, I enjoy his videos and his personality and his reviews, and we tend to have similar views. So, if I am curious about wanting to see a movie that I'm a little unsure about, I'll watch his reviews. And if I, you know, if I'm going to see it, I'll watch it after the movie. And if I'm not going to watch it, I'll just watch his review of it. It's like you you find those thing those people those things that have uh, the the that help you guide what you're doing. I know when I'm thinking about going to see a movie, it's like I said. There's like those three different options. I'm either going to watch it and I know I'm going to watch it. I'm thinking about watching it and I'm not sure, or I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm never gonna watch that movie. And when I'm in that unsure state is when I'm actually consulting like 
other people's opinions that I know or actual reviews online or like I said, Jeremy Johns, like, but I feel like if you're, if I fall, if I don't want to speak for everyone else, obviously, but like for me, like if I fall into like, I'm going to watch this or I'm not going to watch this, I don't tend to look at reviews. I feel like, excuse me. Um, but I, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, I tend, I never watch reviews, like, I cannot remember, maybe a long, a long time ago, but I've not watched, like, uh, I've, like, read some reviews, obviously, but not watched for a long, long, long time. I think that, personally, like, I hate, like, not, not, I hate knowing anything about, like, a movie before I go in. Yeah, you gotta know something about it, like, to get you, like, interested, but, like, the less I know, the better, to quote Damon Paula. Um, I think that it's, like, yeah, like this is this is the same reason why I have like, a sh- I I I loathe trailers nowadays. I loathe them with like my whole entire heart. Like I hate them. Loathe with a o with a a t h instead of a v e, a t h e. But like I like they spoil so much shit. Like there has not been a time in like the past like year or two that I've watched an entire trailer. Yeah. Okay, really good example with this. Um, do you know that movie that recently came out, uh, The Invisible Man? Yes, I watched the movie. It was, it was okay. It was so, I, well, yeah, I, I was like, that was, like, I, I went in kind of not expecting too much, but it looked kind of interesting. I'd give Did it like a 7 to a 7.5. No, I hadn't. No, I hadn't. This is what I'm talking about. Here's, this is what I'm getting to that chart. This is what I'm talking about. So, I saw it with my best friend John, um, and we, he had, because I was interested in seeing it, I was like, we had some time to kill because we were going to go pick someone up later that night. And we were after lunch, and I was like, you want to just go see this movie? He was like, yeah, I saw the trailer. It kind of spoiled everything, but sure. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen the trailer. I saw like 20, I saw like 15 seconds of a trailer and turned it off because I didn't want to spoil anything. For some reason, like I almost never do that, but I actually turned this trailer off. So I hadn't seen the trailers past the teasers, uh, which didn't give away anything. And John had seen the full trailers. And yeah. so we watched it together and we both had a good time, but I had a little bit, I, I like, cause we, I think he gave it like a seven and I gave it like a 7.5 or a little more Be- um, yeah. because like there was like the whole, okay, minor spoilers for Invisible Man, but the whole oh, first you half yourself. came out pretty recently. I said minor, but the whole first half focuses on that idea of is he real or not? Right, yeah. And the and the, and the little bit of trailers I'd seen made it seem like that's you know that's what it is. It's a horror thriller of like, is this on her head, or is it actually real? But just and, just and I had no just answers. For, just to interject for one second, I feel like you already know too much. I don't want to even know that much about a movie going into it. Okay, anyway. fair, fair. That's your opinion. That's fair. And to me, that was plenty. That was like I that was concept that that gave me a solid concept of what this movie's gonna be. Cool, now I want to see it. That's what a trailer should do for me. It makes me want to see it. And so, like, you know, that's, that's all I'm going to say about the plot. But, like, that's what I thought going in. is like, this is going to be a horror thriller about is this real or is it in her head? And is she, like, is she going insane or not? And I really enjoyed the movie. Like, um, but we were talking about it afterwards, me and John. And we figured out, like... For that, for that movie and also for trailers in general, what we're seeing too much of nowadays 
is they will ask a question in the trailers, which is good. I feel like trailers should leave you should give you questions. But then they answer. But they answer them in the trailer. Exactly. They answer the question in the trailer. The part of the trailer I had seen had asked the question, is she going crazy? Is Cecilia going crazy? I believe that's her name in the movie. And I was like, dope. That is a cool concept. This looks well shot. I like Elizabeth Moss as an actress. This this is probably going to be an okay to good movie. And I had a great time with it. But like, then they go past there and ask like maybe two more questions, but then answer two of the three questions they asked in the trailer. So it doesn't do anything. Like John, John talked about this directly. I remember very specifically. He was like, yeah, I liked that. Like they posed that question. And then, like, a minute later in the trailer, they answer it. And I'm not going to say which way they answer it. But, the, you know, in the trailer, they tell you. And it makes no sense. Like, that just spoils half the movie or more. Yes. Yeah, bro. Like, yes. Like, so- sometimes if I don't know anything about a movie, what I'll do is I will watch a trailer. But there has not been a time that I've gone past, like, halfway through the trailer. Like, because they're, they, like, like, trailers, like, back then, I don't, at least that I can recall, I don't think did this. I think that it's more of like a, like, I don't know, within the past, like, 10, 20 years thing that this is starting to, like, really, like, like, because, like, you watch a trailer, and then it's like, you know everything. It's like, they give you the, they, 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 like, within what they can do in three minutes, they show you the uh, incident, in whatever, the inciting incident, they, they show you what starts to go, like, climb, or climb, climbing climb, action, climb, and they the, show you, bit, yeah, like, a piece of the climax. The climax, and then they that's that they show you literally like everything like i think another movie that's guilty of this is um pet cemetery which we're giving shitty movies as examples not shitty movies but movies that are just like eh. anyways really i actually really wanted to see pet cemetery i wouldn't i would i would i liked it a lot it was good but then i didn't i don't want to say why but i will i will have to give it a shot sometime i do i do have to hold back because i know you are a harsher critic than i am but i haven't seen any trailers so. Fair enough. Yeah, don't, don't. Because the, like, halfway through, like, when a trailer starts picking up its action is, like, when it starts, like, giving away the good scenes. Like, especially if it doesn't spoil, like, at least what happens. It, like, I hate when a trailer puts, like, its good scenes in the thing. Like, like for example, like, in, like, horror trailers, they'll put, like, the moment right before a jump scare in a scene in the trailer. So then in the horror movie, when that scene is coming up, you know there's about to be a jump scare. And then it's like, man, it just takes away some of the value. Like, personally, this is not going to, this is like, if I were to, okay, hold on, pause real quick, because I'm ranting. Do the directors make the trailers, or the trailers, like, do the directors consent to the trailers? I'm not not 100% on this, but I believe, typically, you are, get like, the directors get to choose... Like, they get to, uh, the directors or editors, somebody involved with the movie chooses, like, what sections of the movies to give to the advertisers, and then the advertisers splice that into a trailer. Okay, like, like can, like, can they, like, make their own trailer? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but because I also, th- I think, like I think like... studios also have a hand in that. Like, studios will definitely have a hand in the advertisement. Um, so often, I believe, often there are scenes I believe that directors don't want to show that are shown because the studios are like, well, this will get people to come see the movie. Damn, that's, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But also take everything I just said with a grain of salt because I know nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hear you. If I was an actor, like, I don't know, man. Hot take here, I guess, but, or unpopular opinion, maybe, but if I, like, I think that trailers should have, like, like almost zero percent footage from the movie i think trailers 
should be made with like giving you like a vibe or like a similar like thing and like maybe they use shots that didn't make the movie but they sh- I like I think that would be cooler because then you just don't know like like a trailer that puts you on the like like makes you like really curious and you're like oh that's interesting but doesn't give away like a damn thing like no plot points really are given away that's the trailer I want to see I feel like video games have done better with trailers in the past 10 years than movies well, have yeah, because video games have true. like gone gone more that route of let's give them a vibe and some 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 ideas of what this might be about but not show anything to do with with trailer or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's a, that's a lot easier because like Well, I'm thinking of like games that are more cinematic or or have stories to tell like The Last of Us and Last of Us Yeah, Part yeah, two. yeah, but I still think that's easier because like you can show like them like attacking the infected but it's still not going to spoil anything. And like yeah, I mean like yeah, it could spoil, but I think it's a lot easier for a video game because you got like a lot more scenes to choose from. Like when uh, you when you sh- when you shoot a movie, you got like you do get a lot of footage, and I feel like some of that footage like definitely can be recycled into a trailer, or you can just get like creative and make your own trailer. Like I think, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll make mainstream movies aren't going to do this, but like I do think that like I don't know, like studios like A twenty four or like more independent. Such a good studios, studio. <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree, but. Um, more in like studios such as that should just start making trailers that are like like trailers should be an art but really they're just being like recycled garbage right now i want some artistic trailers where it's like damn that's interesting i'm gonna go see it now yeah i i feel like in recent years i remember the the trailer for blade runner 2049 was awesome i, that. I gotta see that movie it's on my list you haven't seen it Mm-mm. dude i'm i'm willing to rewatch it haven't. um have we mentioned what movie we're doing for next week yet? We have not. And um, it's it's randomly it's, in the middle of the episode, I know, but um, uh, we decided on Uncut Gems. Uh, I, I don't know who directed it, but I know it stars Adam Sandler. Yes, that is so correct. If you want to all to try and stay up to date with us. I know we past couple weeks kind of messed up with changing movies halfway through the week and then not mentioning one last week. That's our bad. But yes, if you would like to try and keep up with us, we will be watching Uncut Gems this week. Yes, and I think I would, I would yeah, I, I hope. I don't know. I, I I saw like a lot of good reviews for this movie, but I just don't know. I hope the second half is better than the first, because as I was mentioning to you previously, I watched the first half of it and then turned it off because I got bored. So i I don't know and i I do give credit that adam sandler gives a cool performance because he's not typically like that and hasn't had anything good for a long time so it's cool to see it's it's cool to see him it's adam sandler gives a cool performance but like i don't know it just got uh but yeah i mean i think it will also be interesting for us if we finally have a movie that one of us doesn't like because so far we we both enjoyed the movies we're picking this is true i yeah yeah, I hope I hope I don't like it so I can banter with you <laughs> because I think you'll like it. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'll at least enjoy it. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. But yeah, that, uh, that's our movie, and I hope it's yeah, I hope it's good. I'll finish it since you suggested yes. it. I'm, I'm glad you suggested it because yes. I I don't like stopping movies halfway. But yes, you don't like stopping most things halfway. This is true. Um, man. I th- I can't believe we managed to talk about movies for like forty five minutes. Uh, of this we, podcast. Have, we have talked about this. This this should be like the movie episode. This pretty much this is the movie episode. We've covered a lot of different movie movies. 
Um, this was this whole thing was yeah. <laughs> this whole thing has been about movies. Um, in a similar vein, just excitement for me. I don't really have a point about this, but they announced the PlayStation Five and did a whole oh, yeah. huge press release thing for it. Like there was a whole hour long or more thing with a bunch of trailers for games and what the system was actually like, like in like hardware of the system and stuff. And it looks super dope. I'm so excited. Are you going to get it when it comes out? Oh, for sure. 100% for sure. Yeah. I have, I don't think I will. I, I mean, I'm definitely way more of a gamer than you are. So much more real. Like, like way back in the like way back in the day, I I used to well I, I used to like play video games a good amount. I don't say a lot, but I was like a story story mode game. I like my favorite games were like Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War, Good Red picks. Dead, just things like that. Oh, like, I'm never, you mentioned like, Last of Us. Are you yeah. excited for the sequel coming out next week? Is it coming out next week? Yes, dude. It comes out exactly one week from today. I am, what? yeah, dude, 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 have you not been following this? I have been excited for so long now. I, I am, it, like, I am go. the reviews came out. That's what happened. I was so excited this morning because I, the reviews came out at, like, mi- midnight what? last night. What were the reviews? Like. Don't, wait, don't, don't tell me too much, but, like, were they good? I was just going to say over 100 10 out of 10s. Oh, bro. Okay, what I would, what I will say <laughs> is that I, like, I was going to say, like, over the past, like, uh, I don't know since call since like university started for me so like a year and a half plus I have like touched my like PlayStation like like maybe like for like five hours like it's just been like zero time like I don't I just like have gotten out of video games but the I like I like I've thought about this the only single game that would make me return to like play it would be The Last of Us Two that's it really like, like, I, yes and you didn't know it was I, coming I, out. <laughs> Like, like, I didn't get I didn't get Red Dead 2. I wanted, but I never did get Red Dead 2. I, I okay, controversial opinion, didn't really like it. Never finished it. Yeah. No, I didn't have that much but fun. Yeah, I thought it was like, boring. Like, like, okay, I'm sorry. No, I, that was it. I just thought it was a little boring. But yeah, Red Dead 2, or like, I was looking forward to a game called Death Stranding, if you heard of it. Never I have. It. Yeah. Did you get it? You I did it? not. I did not. I almost All picked right. it up. But I, I, it, it looks like, so like Hideo Kojima is a really, really smart and cool guy who likes to make these awesome, intricate, unique video games. But I also have a feeling that I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Like, but like, I, like, yeah. like, I, I can, I think I would, I, I have the feeling, I know myself well enough that I would get it and be like, this is a very well-crafted and masterful game, but I just don't like it. You know yeah, what I mean? It, like, like, yeah. cause it, it's, it's kind of a walking simulator from what I've heard. Like it's ba- like, it's got these physics that are unique and, and you have to balance the packages because you're like a, a mailman in the like distant apocalyptic future but like i don't know it, I, I just feel like i wouldn't i wouldn't vibe with it really but it seems like a yeah. good game anyways that like bro uh, i'm so i'm so stoked now that i'm definitely about to get this like oh, oh dude i as soon as we finished the podcast i was about to hop on my playstation and buy it digitally now so i can pre-download it and start it yeah. next week Right yeah, when it comes bro, out, that's, that's 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 that is the best thing I've heard in a second. <laughs> well, good. you're welcome. I've I've um last week I, I started a playthrough. I'm glad I told you then. Um, <laughs> last week I started another playthrough of the original. I wanted to get one more in before the sequel came yeah. out. I How just many times have you played it? uh I did my original on normal and I did that through normal and normal plus. I think no no I did an original on normal so that's one and then I did another playthrough on survival. 
and I finished that one, and I was doing Survivor Plus, but I never finished that one, and I started a Grounded one and didn't finish that one. These are all different difficulty modes for those who don't know. Um, so, like, normal was normal. Survival, Survivor was the hardest one that came out when it launched. So I finished yeah. that one. I managed to beat that one, and I started a new game plus of that and never finished it. So that's two full playthroughs, about two and a half, I think. And then I started... I started... Oh, and I did a new game plus on my normal. So I've done three, and I started the two others. So, like, three to three and a half playthroughs, and then I'm on my fourth, I guess, now. I'm about halfway through my fourth playthrough. But yeah. did I ever tell you... Uh, this? Okay, I don't want to rant for too long about The Last of Us, but, but like, this game... Uh, it was, I remember when I first played it, which I think was like 2016, I, Same. I had to take, when I beat the game, I had to take three weeks off of video games because I just, I, I was processing. <laughs> I couldn't, I was processing what had happened and it was such an experience. And I feel like it's easy to overhype things, but it's not overhyping the last of us to say stuff like this. Like it, it's almost guaranteed yeah, that's going to happen. It it is a, for those who it's 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 basically I mean those who don't know it's just a third person shooter, um, with, very, I mean the gameplay is third person shooter but it's also just a really masterfully told story, and that's all I can really yeah, say. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. This game like I have this game is the favorite my favorite video game that I've ever played hands down. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about the sequel with you then. I, like, yes, like, by far. And I've also played this, like, I've completed this game, like, at least two or three times, and I've started it. And you almost never do that. You hate rewatching movies, right? Yeah, bro, I do, but, like, like after, like, a good amount of time, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna play the game. Yeah, because it's so good! God, I love so The Last good. of Us. Because I think I tried to do it, like, on a di higher difficulty, and I think I did beat it. Um, maybe not, I don't know if it was the highest or, anyways. The highest but, is grounded. Yeah, I forget if I did or not, but I did it on, like, either the highest or the second Anyways, did you ever play the online mode for it? A little like, bit. Bro, no, I wasn't super good at it. Bro, it was, it's so funny because that was that, that is also my favorite online game that I've ever played. Like, really? Like, it shouldn't be, but I remember I was in, like, 8th grade or, like, some bullshit. And ninth grade, I don't know, whenever it came out. And, like, it came out in 2015. Alright, so, like, 8th grade, ninth or, I'm sorry, ninth grade, 10th grade, that time period. I all, like... It was, like, the time that when, like, everyone's playing Call of Duty, like, Advanced Warfare and, like, stuff like that, or, I don't know, Black Ops 3, whatever, and I just had a few friends that would, like, that when The Last of Us came out, like, I, I kind of, like, got it going, I was like, bro, you gotta get this online game, you, like, gotta get The Last of Us play online, and then, like, had, like, some homies, like, playing, like, online, like, and all, oh, I was, I was, I was so good You were squatting it, too, up? Was why I, like, loved it. it what? You yeah. squatting like, up? For real, like, that, that, that is, like, the pinnacle of my online game. Like, like <laughs> Call of Duty, I never got into. I never played it very well. All the other online games, Fortnite, uh, whatever. I never really got into them. But The Last of Us, bro, that was my domain. And, yeah. like, that was fun. That's and crazy, was, too. And then it kind of faded. And then it kind of faded, and everyone got out of it, and that was sad. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah. is what I, what I would like to comment on, steering away from The Last of Us, but bringing up something that you caused, is, like, the buildup for things, you know? Oh, like, hype? Like hype trains? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think now I'm so much happier that you told me <laughs> this. Like, I learned about this so much later versus, like, knowing about it for so long. Dude, I've like, been following this game for two years or more now. Yeah, dog. I, I also, like, like 
like when I was like playing it and like years after was like waiting for the sequel but then I kind of just like forgot about it and I love when that happens like when you forget about something like like a movie or something that's supposed to come out in the future and then it just like bang comes it sneaks out, up on you like, and it's like coming this Friday and you're like what yeah bro because like then you don't know oh you, you like the whole time it's like you're not waiting in anticipation you're just like bang there have been there have been like, two think, two hype trains in the past year that I've been on. Um, it has been a huge franchise. One of my favorite franchises um, is the Borderlands franchise, and I'm not going to bother explaining it. But like the third game was coming out this past September, and I remember my brother and I had been so excited for this game, and we we were on that hype train as they call it for like three months, and they were doing a really good job of building up this game. Like, from, from the announced date, I think it was, like, May of last year on, yeah. the, like, May until September. So that's, like, what, five months? Four months? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, it's just the, the, the creators were doing a really good job of, like, sending out consistent, slow build, hyped, and then building it up, like, you know, more and more until the release date. So, like, they did a really good job of that. And we were just so excited for this game. And it made it so much better when it came out. And we, like played it for hours and hours and then for the last of us 2 it's been like you know just so really long. slow burn because like we get like for the past three years it's been like one thing a year i think they first announced it in 2016 yeah um, and then it was like oh it's coming out like in a year or two they're like okay <laughs> but then like you wouldn't hear anything for the entire year and you get one more thing the next year and you get one more thing the next year and then we suddenly get to you know the, the like basically this quarantine broke out and they started being like all right here's a bunch of stuff and we're gonna release it soon yeah yeah it's interesting that like um that that like uh they that like when um oh, i was gonna say something but i don't know what i was saying anyways there is something i did want to say it was like i think that like when you like the hype of something is like so important like like for example like when it comes to like music at least i used to i don't as much anymore but like when i was like younger like 16 17 whatever era i used to follow like hip-hop like a lot and, uh -huh. like, follow when people are like releasing music and like this and like stay up to date with stuff and like someone would be like oh i'm dropping an album in a month or like album coming next year or like something like that and like one example i guess i want to use is Sounds like like did like Post Malone. I don't like Post Malone. I did when really? he was like very very small. Like um had like a mixtape on like SoundCloud and like White Iverson and like maybe like another like one more album. But like that like beer bongs and Bentleys thing. I don't know how much you know about what I'm saying, Dan. But that <laughs> anyways. So he dropped an album. I can't. I think it was like Stony. Yeah. And then I I liked him during this time. And then he waited, he waited like I think like two years, maybe more, to drop his second album. But like during the whole time, he was like, "Oh, album coming this day, this, in like two months." And then two months would come, and he'd be like, "Sorry, album delay." And then it would go on for like two years, and then like it came out, and I was like, "Fuck this, this sucks." And now I just hate him. But I'm sorry you hate him. There's a couple songs by him I really like, especially yeah, I mean, off of his newer album. Yeah, no, I don't. This new album, I think, is bad. I like, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was just the hype that, that destroyed it for me. Anyways, inverse of that, someone um, who I think uh, is cut from like the same area is Lil Uzi Vert. You know of him? I've yes. heard the name. Yes, um, he dropped an album recently, but it was like out of nowhere. Like, so like it was an album that was rumored to come out for a long time, but he like never really commented on it. Then it was just like 
like I think it was like a week before, maybe like three days before. It was like album dropping Friday, and then it was just like everyone banged in. It was like super good, and I thought it was good, and that's cool. Like I think that, so. You're like, not really the, into delayed gratification, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and like another example is like Tyler the Creator, like his most recent album, Igor. Um, when he, I think he like said it like a couple months or no, I'm sorry, not a couple months, a couple weeks in advance. Like it was like album coming out May whatever seventeenth when it was like the first of May. That's cool. When you're gonna tell me in I don't know, you're gonna tell me in like August that your album's coming like by at Christmas. Fuck you. Don't ruin it for me like that. Wait till like a week before to tell me or something, because then it's like I'll be thinking. Ah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get what you mean. I, I, um, I was really into Imagine Dragons for a couple of years, and I, I still like them a lot. But they were like my favorite band for a long time. Um, and when they're, cause I got back into them, I'd always been a big fan. Uh, but I would like fall out of it, and then their new album release. Um, but I was a big fan. So like, I started getting back into them in like early, uh, twenty seventeen, like January of twenty seventeen, and then I realized they dropped a new. Um, or no, no, I got back in, in like March of 2017 and I noticed they had dropped a new album, like uh, a new single. And then I realized that they were building to a new album. Um, and I happened to join in like close to when it was coming out. Um, and then like, I love that album and I was super into them for a long time. And then they ended up dropping a second album. So like they, they dropped evolve in like early June of 2017 and then out of nowhere in October of 2019 um was it 20 no it was 2018 yeah because we were in we were still in that English class with Yavanna Brownlee (laughs) Dr. Yavanna Brownlee um (laughs) did we ever figure out if she was the one who got fired I have no idea I would love to know Nothing against her, but I was always curious. Anyway, the point is, they dropped an album out of nowhere, and it was really good. That's the long and short of that. Yeah, I think when I, I think for like that example, I think when you drop an album out of nowhere, it's a lot cooler, in my opinion. When you drop an album with little to no notice, I think it gets received much more. Now, I do understand the like or the physiological implications of like building a hype train because that is physiological yeah like it it, like it like like for like the you mean psychological whatever (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry go on um not trying to make you feel bad no it's okay i'm now now i'm now i'm like i need to now i need to educate myself on physiological I'll Google it for you. Go on with your point. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, psychological. <laughs> I, I looked it up. Anyways, like this, like I, I do understand like the psychological implications of like uh, getting like the like the hype because then like I guess if you're like an up and coming artist like that, you need to build like you need to build like interest and like get people who are like interested in you. But I, I just think it's like much more valuable to like maybe like a few days like a couple days like like everything is instant nowadays like so it's like you don't need to wait like months for word to spread like you say like oh i don't know i would say yeah i would say give it a week you know let's be like like, hey album dropping next friday yeah and i would say that's maybe for an album but if you're gonna like 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 maybe like put a couple songs out just do it just like yeah 
throw it out there. I, I think like, hey, that, that's out there right now. I think the out. bigger you get, the more easy it is to do that. I feel like when you're on the up and coming, uh, if you need to do a little bit of hype for your album to get yeah, it yeah, out yeah. there, because you, I mean, like part of being an entertainer or a part of being. Um, any kind of creative force in this world, which we're both in different lanes of it, but we're both in the creative field, is you gotta, you know, market yourself. You gotta know, part of it is knowing how to market yourself. This is true. And I will, I agree with you. I think the bigger you get and the more established you are, that you can definitely just throw shit out there and be like, there's something. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree um, with you. I have your def- uh, definition um, of, yeah, it's, of it's, physiological. It's like I see. It's like physical stuff. Well, for the audience, the official definition is relating to the branch of biology that deals with the normal functions of living organisms and their parts, and relating to the way in which a living organism or bodily part functions. Um, yeah, so like... Well, I guess, can, yeah. can, can't you say like the physiology of the brain? Isn't that psychology? I don't know enough to answer that question. Okay, well, what I'm getting from this is... is the phrase physiology of the brain is just long term for psychology so we're gonna say that i was half wrong the way in which uh or a bodily part functions so i guess yeah the way your brain functions and so i guess is is then thinking or or what were we talking about your brain's reaction to something how our brains process is that then the function of the brain i suppose it is so i guess it is the physiological yeah i will take 50 percent wrong on that that's still enough, bro. This is true. <laughs> it's, it could be worse. You know, it definitely it definitely could be worse. At least it doesn't break down my GPA in life as much. My life GPA. Yeah, you can get it. You can get that put up for like you know that that uh, not applicable for credit thing because of this whole quarantine. <laughs> yes, and I yeah, this is true. This is very true. Wow. Yeah. We covered so much in this episode. It felt yes, like sir. it felt like a very little. But like we actually did talk about a lot, I feel like. Yes, sir. A whole lot of a whole lot of movies was most of it. Yeah. Uh, I like. I mean, we went from Taxi Driver, and that brought us all the way to like Willem Dafoe. Willem <laughs> Willem Dafoe, and that brought us to Ryan Reynolds and Just Friends. I feel like we just like kept hopping like stars and movies for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what movies does, because you just, like, say... Because, like, I guess I could even, like, foreshadow next week. We're going to be, like, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, and it's going to go to, like, Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore and stuff. You you know, I've never seen Happy Gilmore. preview into next... Bro, you've never seen Happy Gilmore? Get off my back, dude. There's a lot of movies to see out there. I've seen Fifty First Dates. Damn, that that does not count. Have you seen, like, any crime Adam Sandler? Like, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore? No. Any of those? Bro... I saw Anger Management, which was funny. Bro, it was okay. Uh, that, what about what about like the other one that's like, oh, what's that one that's like the one with the little kid, Big, Big Daddy or something? What the hell? <laughs> no. No. Do you know that one? No. Bro, oh, it's so different then. Adam's. Oh. Well, man. hopefully this movie is good. <laughs> All right. Well, we covered. I, I, I would. Okay. I would. Yeah, it is called Big Daddy. Or have you seen Waterboy? Have you seen Waterboy? No, dude. I haven't seen any of those. I just told you I've seen Fifty First Dates. Listen, man. Okay, listen, man. I know you're gonna. I know we need. We're gonna watch Uncut Gems. But if you can, please try your best to watch one of those movies I just suggested. Happy Gilmore. I will try. Billy Madison. I'm a very busy man. The Water Boy. All of them are like. 
prime young Adam Sandler. And that pri- young Adam Sandler is like... Fresh out the box. Is like the equivalent to like young Robert De Niro. Not in any <laughs> way of talent. Not in any way of that whatsoever. But it's just like in their character like development. In their prime. Like, yes, when he's like that young, like, oh, bro, it's like those movies are like... If you don't know Adam Sandler in those movies, he's shit in all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So we'll we'll cover Adam Sandler movies more next, next week. Stay next tuned week. next week for our hot <laughs> Adam Sandler podcast. This is this is actually going to turn into a fully Adam Sandler podcast. I didn't know if, yes. I didn't know if you know that. Adam Sandler life. We're going to cover his entire life, his entire career, where we think he's going, when we think he's going to die, everything. Exactly. <laughs> so stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. my like God. Yeah. Adam Sandler, we also talked about the trailers. And trailers, ratings, all that good movies. Yeah, how they get fucking spoiled all the time. Hype train. Last of Us, we covered Last of Us too. We 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 added a hype train to your hype trains. Hype train to hype train, beautiful. But yeah, I guess. And we learned that you also do not like delayed gratification, which I also don't like. Yes, and I feel like most people shouldn't if you're normal. (laughs) That I think we're a little bit biased on that term. Yes. Anyways, yeah. Sure. Damn, dude. Well, that's that's a whole mouthful, and from mixed with coffee and all that words coming through my mouth, I am about out of conversation. <laughs> yeah, and I am actually fully out of coffee, um, which is very sad. But yes, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> as they say, where I am from, where you I are not from, from, you are not from longer, Denmark. Where my but we have to hold up. Hold up. Where we I have from at this current moment in No, time. hold on. We have to invite the audience to join us next week with a fresh cup when I make my fresh cup next week because I'm probably going to need it because I am always tired. But please come back next week with a fresh cup. And as they say in Denmark where Mr. Troy Walazuski is. From at the current moment in time. Yes. But probably won't be next week. Vices. <laughs> See ya.